Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Coming up later on Park Date, I'll be doing my driving test in a specially modified clown car before driving over to David Attenborough's house for tea. Bijou Park, Berlin. I love Berlin. Always very happy to come here and um, this is a part of the city where there's a bit of history. Looks almost uh, maybe like Paris or Vienna. Kind of classy. Not like um, all those parts of Kreuzberg which are very uh, scuzzy and hipster. Um, which we also also love um, this uh, intro is for an episode with Hannah van der Vesthazen Hannah has played the role of uh, Stella in Fate the Winx saga she's also been in the Bay of Silence Fugitives, Grantchester, and she's going to be in the Lamborghini biopic. And at Edinburgh Festival, she was in Autopilot, the Ben Norris play. Uh, you might remember we had Ben on the podcast, and that was a great episode. You should check it out. Ben is lovely. Um, so, do enjoy this episode featuring. Hannah, as the sun goes down over Berlin, and um, as I always say, please do leave a review, subscribe, and even like, if that's the kind of thing you want to do. Uh, Park Date is nothing without you, so I would love your feedback, and do please enjoy this episode, which was recorded at the Edinburgh Festival. 
Welcome to Holyrood Park on a very, very sunny and hot day. And I'm here with Hannah van der Vesthuizen. Stunning pronunciation. I said it right. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, well said done. To, I said to Hannah, can I check the pronunciation of your name? Not too bad, right? No, you were go. so close. Oh. And I was saying how there are literally family members, blood family members of mine who can't say it right. How so can you've you? Nailed it. How can you be a member of a family and not pronounce your own? That's family what name? I said. And yet, <laughs> yeah, and yet it was a thing. And yet it's a thing. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a very, very cool name. Very Thank cool name. Thank you very much. It's not, it's not forgettable, which is yeah, nice. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, and we're here. Yeah, we're here in the Holyrood Park in Edinburgh. Yes. Uh, Edinburgh Festival. How's your um, Edinburgh been so far, Hannah? We were talking about. You, you know, you yeah. told me you'd seen a lot of things. It's been quite busy, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's been very busy. Yeah. It's, I mean, gosh, it's like being chucked in the deep end, especially mm. after a pandemic where the most you were doing was like a read through on zoom comparatively yeah. it's really moving a million miles an hour but it's so lovely to be utterly drenched in mm. in theater and art and all the different you know comedy yeah. all the forms of creative expression to this degree that i haven't felt in years so yeah. it's great it's nice to be back isn't it i feel like there's yeah. an added sort of piquancy to it isn't there because we've missed everything for oh, so yeah. long also the standard is so high because everyone's been mm. working on everything for so long yeah it's it, people have have raised the bar in a big way it's really exciting to be part of yeah people have come back here with um yeah sort of all guns blazing haven't they? <laughs> yeah. like, come and look at me they are not <laughs> messing about it's gorgeous actually exactly have you done edinburgh's before have you performed before hannah i've never performed before but mm-hmm. i have come as a punter seen lots of things um i did mainly to see mates to be honest yeah. and I'm so infinite. I was always infinitely jealous of everyone who was performing because mm. I just thought it looked like such a laugh. It does. And now I'm here doing it. And I've texted like several friends and partners being like, oh, um, turns out Edinburgh's really fun. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Who would have thought it? It does look like a lot of fun. I've never, I've never performed here ever. Really? Either. No. And I've always, you know, been for a few years and I've always yeah. thought, actually, it does look... It does look it very like tempting. Yeah, very <laughs> tempting. Um, but yeah, exhausting as well, isn't it? Like seeing everything. Yeah. And you always know loads of people here. So yeah, you're seeing your mates and your mates' oh, shows absolutely. and things, aren't you? Yeah, but it's also really delightful. Like I've got mm. um, a, a very new mate who I'd never seen act mm-hmm. before and went and saw them in a play called Move Fast and Break Things. And it was utterly brilliant. And that level of pride of seeing a mate yeah. in something that is actually genuinely really really good and they are very talented it's it's just a feeling like no other so it's really good isn't yeah, it? yeah it's lovely to have lots of that at the fringe exactly you want to see everyone succeed don't you oh I, my gosh yeah. everything i go and see I, I i want it to be great and <laughs> you know you want you want everyone to succeed and for everything to be absolutely well you yeah. want to feel also like the industry is rich enough and big enough for all mm-hmm. of us and all of our stories absolutely it makes it a more interesting place right yeah that's so true and you need a variety of stories a variety of um, voices and things absolutely absolutely lots of that lots of that now isn't there yeah and Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff at the fringe as well it feels a lot more diverse than when i came uh god the last time that i came was about seven years ago so i think that's true isn't it yeah lots more yeah lots more diversity and different uh thank god (laughs) different voices right exactly exactly so there's something something for everyone um right let's have a we're, we're in a sort of Bit of, we're in the edge of the park. There's like a, a big fork. mountain. Yeah, we'll go. We've got a fork in the road. Should we go right? Oh. This is almost like something from your play. Like, I know. Where do we, do we go? Do we, are, are we? Are we kind of? Are we like There's agents? Are, are we? Are we choosing, or is it choosing us? Oh, I don't know. Yes, honestly, that's we like point. flanners. It feels like we've actually not committed to one side of the road or the other. We are just middling. Oh, well, that, well, that's, well, that's typical, me, Hannah. <laughs> 
Can we honest, it's typical me as I well. Never, yeah. What a nightmare this will be. Yeah, I never, <laughs> I always leave it till the last minute. <laughs> we'll not forget make, anywhere. Yeah, make a, make a last minute choice, but not really commit to it. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. I love that. We will go absolutely nowhere on this walk. How exciting. Yeah, we'll be in sort of big circles or <laughs> yes, something. Yes, great. But you said, we, looked at the, we looked at the mountain and you said to me, we're not going up that, are we? <laughs> Please, no, it's so hot today. It's too hot for and that. And I wish I was fit that. enough, but... I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a few people going up there in the morning, but yeah, I think it's a nice, nice thing to do. I feel like I've, I've been. Um, oh, this, I think this is a. This is a. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> should have we committed. We'll, we'll go. We'll go around the edge of here. Um, Perfect. But yeah, it's um, it's quite a, quite a strange for me. Feel, I feel quite fresh. I haven't been boozing very much at this Edinburgh. Oh, that's well and done, you. When I was. <laughs> When I was younger, that was not the case. Oh, no, absolutely There was a lot not. of, like, very, very hungover, uh, hungover mornings. Oh, but. absolutely. I feel like if you don't see 50% of your shows yeah. still drunk or hungover, then you're not doing <laughs> Edinburgh right. That's so true. Um, it's really delightful because our show's at 1.35pm and it's so obvious mm-hmm. who's, like, ca- like, what pint people are carrying mm. in. If it's their first one, their <laughs> second one. Sometimes it's a third and I'm like, that's strong for 1.35pm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thrilled to have them there because they laugh the most. They'll so. laugh. The most, the and I'm cheap. Most. I'll take any laughing audience that we can get. And there are a lot of laughs. So we're talking about Autopilot, which is the play that you've been yes. uh, starring in, which I just saw, and it was really, really good. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thank you. How have you felt about um, how it's been going, Hannah? Have you been feeling? Has it been feeling positive? And yeah, I mean, I'm a wild perfectionist, which is not mm-hmm. a trait I would wish upon my worst enemy. I think that's so, a good thing to have. Oh, I think there's a nice middle ground yeah. to be had because you can never... Perfection is obviously not attainable. Mm-hmm. And I also have a very lovely close relationship with Ben Norris, who yeah. wrote the play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the desire to serve his story as, you know, as fully and as well as possible is like something that I've... Has undergirded a lot of... Um, you know my desire to, in, in doing this yeah. play and in the work that we've been doing on it but simultaneously it's a really beautiful queer love story which means a lot to me and it's very important to like uh, I guess to honor that on stage yeah. so I feel like actually it has been going really well Cassie and I have worked incredibly hard on it and the team that's on it is phenomenal mm-hmm. so um yeah I think it's been going well and I think the desire to continue working and ever growing is still there which is nice yeah definitely and um i guess the um i i'd, I'd sort of known about the themes i i didn't really realize just how much of a love story it was and that really yeah. actually really appealed to me i yeah. love I, <laughs> I love the love. kind of romance yeah i love the romance and yeah um yeah i think the the kind of um chemistry between you guys is really really oh, powerful and the stories yeah, really, really resonant, isn't it? It's kind of, kind of a modern, a modern like a very, love story. Yeah. very modern love story. Yeah. And I think also it's like, I don't know, it's a, it's, it's really nice to put a big concept like autonomy over your mistakes mm. and playing God and manipulation of, of, um, you know, people's freedom um, in something like self-driving cars yeah. into a really distilled, very human sort of metaphor of, of a love story yeah um it's it's just a really easy access way to kind of uh process a very large concept 
Yeah. Which is clever. So well done, Ben Norris. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, Ben's, Ben's writing is really, uh, it's really powerful. I think you can hear his voice. Yeah. I love that when, when, you, when you know a writer, even vaguely, and you can hear their voice. Yeah. Uh, you can see the, the, the humour and the pop culture references, yeah. which I love. And Ben when, is a funny, funny person. He's funny, exactly. Yeah. And, the, you know, we won't, we won't spoil anything, but there's a, a lovely moment with Hot Chip. I'm a very big Hot oh. Chip fan. <laughs> I thought that oh, was great. That. Yeah. Uh, I love that. But we have often said, thank God that Ben has good taste in music, because otherwise it would really make or break well, the, the music references. He, he's, he's mostly got uh, good taste in music, though. He did quote The Automatic to me. Do you remember them? Oh, they gosh. did that song, What's That Coming Over the Hill? Is oh it a monster? My gosh. And uh, he didn't think I was going to get that reference, but, uh, oh my gosh. but I did. But and, there you were. Uh, yeah, oh, proud exactly. of you. Terrible. I probably wouldn't have, unless you'd spelled it out like that. <laughs> they, they were very bad. Uh, but Hot Chip, Hot Chip were great. But Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, uh, yeah, great, great love story, I think. Mm. And yeah, we were talking about the, the, the idea of the autonomous vehicles. So yes, talk, self-driving cars. Yeah, talk, talk about that and kind of those ideas about autonomy and... It's, I mean, I think it is essentially from, from, I mean, I can't speak for Ben, but yeah. I will try to. <laughs> um, I think that was the idea that initially inspired the play uh, about how it, it, it's the idea of um, a bit similar to the trolley problem in terms of being like, do you um, bump into a pedestrian yeah. as a self-driving car and kill the pedestrian or do you swerve to kill the pedestrian and, uh, sorry, to miss the pedestrian and kill the passengers? Um, and it's that thing of being like would you rather cause the least amount of damage but you have to actively do that and someone will still always be hurt or do you sort of step away from having any power over it and um, destruction will occur anyway but at least you can say you you didn't really do anything so it's like the level of participation in one's mistakes Mm. which I think is massive in relationships because practicing um, yeah practicing doing the hard thing is it's really tough and not many people do it. Honesty, mm. saying things that will hurt people's feelings in order to save their feelings further down the line um, is, is a really gorgeous human way of looking at something that feels quite um, other and tech heavy mm. in, when it comes to self-driving cars. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it, it kind of works as a nice, a nice image, doesn't it? It's sort yeah. of mixing the philosophy of yeah. the, the kind of theoretical world with the, the everyday well, dilemmas that we face absolutely. in relationships and life. And right? also, yeah, like you say, life, the little tiny details that you do, like do you eat meat? Do you mm. take a short shower? Do you stop taking short-haul flights? Like... Yeah. But then ultimately, does that feel all powerless when comparatively you've got Amazon not paying their taxes and just yeah. polluting the world? It's, it's really um, the back and forth of that as to what is the ethically correct thing to do. And also, how do you have a nice, fun life yeah. simultaneously? <laughs> um, is something that really, really fascinated me about the play and why I was like, please, please cast me, sign me yeah. up. Yeah, um, and your character... Is um, yeah, very, very kind of conscious of those things. Social justice warrior, exactly, baby. exactly. <laughs> yeah, quite insufferably so, I might ask. Maybe, argue. yeah. Um, Should we go up here a bit? In the gravelly bit. Let's go a little bit up here. Great, get some nice sound effects. <laughs> get some gravel sound yes, effects. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So when when the part came up, you were. Uh, but obviously very keen on uh, yeah. doing this. Well, I actually met up with Ben for a coffee because we hadn't seen each other in years. Yeah. Um, and when he was there, 
he was like, oh, I actually have a, a part in a play that I think you'd be perfect mm. for. And then when I read how borderline insufferable Nick can be, I was like, I am both <laughs> flattered and offended. Um, but I also think there's lots of elements that cross over between myself and Nick. Um, yeah. And that desire, like, you know, with um, lots of privilege and also the desire to combat, like, your natural privilege in the world by socially making up for that um you know i like i was like that kind of tracks and i actually really appreciated that ben thought of me at all god it's just nice to work isn't it (laughs) as an actor (laughs) but you've been doing lots of stuff as well haven't you hannah like um, yeah you've done uh, a lot of stage work and tv work you've done some ibsen haven't you i was reading oh yeah well that was like lots of um yeah i mean actually that was sort of a um a similar similar vibe in many Mm. ways actually because it was like uh extracted the concept of um an original ibsen uh and it was about it was kind of paralleling uh what happened with grenfell um Mm. and about the participation in the way in which people were not even participating but by doing nothing participating yeah um which i think is very similar to this play and it's very nice to do political theater yeah exactly so you're kind of asking the big Let's go, should we go back over? Yeah, let's go Lovely. this way. Tell me, if you're too hot, tell me. Oh, we'll have I, a little, we'll have a little sit down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, quite hot. it's lovely and windy, though, as yeah, well. Hopefully nice, they won't it? be able to hear that. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but get it, yeah, getting those kind of big... I think it's nice, isn't it, yeah, to have those big questions and then also the kind of personal... Yeah. It's like the mix of them is nice, isn't it? Well, I kind of believe that... I mean, there's definitely space for things that are pure entertainment, absolutely, yeah. and there needs to be, especially in the yeah. world that we live in. Um, however, I think theatre is inherently political. You're always saying things whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. I think just by living and breathing and walking on a stage as a gender non-conforming queer person, that in itself feels inherently political, um, unfortunately, whether I like it or not. Um, <laughs> that It's just really nice to like actively participate in that and know that these really really brilliant writers and other creatives that I've got to work with like are aware of the power and asking big questions to hopefully provoke an audience into thinking a little bit deeper on things that have felt quite extracted in the past yeah and I think I think that's a really a really really good way of putting it actually because yeah it is about kind of making people think but you, you have to kind of sugar the pill a bit, don't you? Yeah, Do you know oh, what absolutely. I mean? I oh, feel yeah. like it needs to be fun and funny exactly. too. Exactly. I feel like you can kind of you can kind of trick people into consuming big ideas and asking absolutely. big questions if you make it seem enjoyable. Well, also, people just want to feel seen, right? We're all probably yeah. low-key narcissists a little bit. <laughs> we just want to see our stories told yeah. and feel connected and, you know, give us some feeling of purpose in this deranged, mad life that we all lead. Yeah. <laughs> um, that it's yeah it's very important to let people feel seen Mm. and entertained uh, as well as you know trying to subtly (laughs) I don't know make them question fundamental beliefs that they might hold that otherwise wouldn't be questioned yeah definitely definitely let's go let's go back down this way I think it's quite windy it's a a windy place on the the microphone (laughs) maybe maybe there's a bit too much of a breeze Um, (laughs) let's talk as well about um I'm always interested with, um, you know, the kind of uh, differences between doing, say, theatre and doing mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. Like, what, what, do you, what do you feel about that, Hannah? Do you have, like, do, do you like to do a combination of yeah. both? And, like, what, what feels different about doing stage acting for you versus doing TV or film acting? 
Um, I mean, they're both very all-consuming yeah. uh, as projects, but in very different ways. Um, generally, the screen that I've done means that you have to uproot your life and mm. go to a different place and, you know, be in amongst an, a new cast and that sort of dominates your life for a period of time. Yeah. And you spend a lot of time waiting around. You do a lot of work on your own. It's very much a solo endeavour. Yeah. But it's also beautiful because... Firstly, there's a lot of financial backing, right. in so you are truly able to oh, like immerse yourself in a world. Yeah. It's it's such, and the amount of creativity that goes into it, all the different elements, all the mm-hmm. time, like from from the DOP to the Sparks to the uh, like art directors. Yeah. There's so much in it. It's such a craft. Yeah. Um, so it's very fun and beautiful. But also, by the end of like a six months filming stint, I'm like, get me out of here. I'm so bored of waiting in a trailer. <laughs> I'm absolutely dying for someone to like yeah. shout at me in front of a crowd of people and everyone to laugh. You know, that yeah. instantaneous reaction of theatre. Yeah. Um, but then with theatre, I guess the rehearsals are so full on. You, you have like, there is so little amount of money in it mm. that you trade in your life in many ways for a period of time because everyone's got to pull together to create something on a shoestring budget most of the time because it's so hard to get theatre on its feet that, um, you know, it kind of takes a whole new level of commitment in a really exciting way. And performing in front of an audience is unlike anything else. Yeah, because I guess you get that kind of hit, you know, when you get a laugh or, you know, people are... You, you know, do, do, do you, are you kind of conscious of like people's reactions or do you switch off from that? Um, I feel like it's important to gauge in terms of, you know, trying to work alongside an audience but trying to not be egotistical about it is also important. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if people aren't laughing if they're moved or if people are moved or if, if people aren't moved but are laughing. You know, everyone's going to take something different from it. And also, you, you know, no one's going to like everything. Yeah. Um, so you've kind of just got to be like, am I serving the play? Am I making people question things? Mm. Um, that's probably more important than like, did my gag land? <laughs> <laughs> Even though, boy, do I want my gags to land. <laughs> right, well, you, it sounds like you've got, the, you've got the comedian's head on. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I feel like that as well. Like you, when you've done that joke, you want the laugh. Oh, and if, for it, sure. if it doesn't come, it's like, why? Oh, it's why vi- it, violently humbling, come? for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Your ego takes a few bruises. But I think also that's, that's the beauty of it as well. The fluidity yeah. of like nothing will ever be the same. You could do the same performance with the same delivery every night and you'd have different laughs in different places and that's yeah it's just you know it's different every night and that is absolute blessing yeah yeah getting that getting that difference but yeah yeah, as you say about um yeah with screen uh screen work obviously there's more budget and then you can kind of you can kind of immerse yourself so have you you kind of enjoyed doing uh you know doing the tv and film things yeah. you've done like obviously fate yeah yeah you know that a lot of people, a lot of people will know you for that what, yes. what was the experience like working on um, on that show oh i mean the Wink saga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's it, it's been great i'm really lucky my cast is mm. stunning the people who we've got to work with behind the scenes and netflix have been really really good yeah. um also it's fantasy you know and that i think there is so much importance yeah. in fantasy because a lots of fantasy shows allow for more stories to be told than people are willing to invest in when you try and make it in this world mm-hmm. um, it's really gorgeous escapism especially when the world feels quite scary which it does often yes. <laughs> um, and also for me it's really that thing of fundamentally why I wanted to be an actor in the first place which is to have a laugh and play pretend on quite like a, a high level mm-hmm. it feels very childlike you know getting to f- fly around in the air and do all of that stuff as yeah. a fairy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what's it like to be a fairy? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, I often say it's um, my drag persona because yeah. she's so, so high femme and like very, very camp in her like quite catty deliveries yeah. that I'm like, it feels like being a really lovely fairy drag queen. Did you think I'm going to play this up? <laughs> when you saw the script, were you like, right, oh, yeah. I'm going to make this. When I saw some of the lines, I was like, the only way to deliver this is camply. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. definitely. For sure. Why don't we sit on this log? We'd love to sit on <laughs> this log. It sounds like Alan Partridge, but um, <laughs> I don't want us to um, get too, uh, get get too t- hot. It's, it's, it's a very it's warm It's very day. hot, isn't it? Yes. It's very hot. Um, so yeah, I imagine you must have quite a lot of um, yeah fans of the show. We're talking about things like yes. conventions. I bet yes. people are very, very um, big fans of of the stories and yeah. the, you know the, there was the cartoon, wasn't there, that came before on yes, um, Nickelodeon? Yeah. Is that right? Yes, I yeah. believe it's now on Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I think a lot of people are a massive fan of the show because they feel they felt very seen yeah. by it. Um, and the, you know there was someone for everyone to relate to and um, yeah. it's really tough when you remake something that was very important in people's childhoods it's quite it's quite a lot of responsibility and obviously I'm only turning up and playing one role <laughs> in the show but um, like the generosity with which like yeah. lots of fans have met us and been like just glad to have this show have a whole new life in live action form mm. is really beautiful yeah. and um, 
I'm very grateful. We have a lovely, lovely fan base. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're like so kind and loving. And do you have a lot yeah. of young fans? I imagine as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is, I, I think, also speaks very highly of you know the younger generation that's mm. coming through of how accepting and how leading from trying to see the best they are, mm. at least in in, in our fan, fan base, um, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very grateful for. Amazing. When you were um, when you were young yourself, Hannah, did you uh, did you watch shows like that? What were some of your favourites when you were when you were little? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved anything that was fantasy based. Actually, mm-hmm. like I think my absolute favourite was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes, a very loved good one. It. Yeah, and I think also just anything that was mm-hmm. like just felt extracted from this world. Yeah, because. I had a really lovely childhood, um, but also I think growing up as a queer person, you're always like, oh, is there going to be a world in which like this isn't the main primary focus where it wouldn't be some massive deal to, to come out and be the true version of myself? Yeah. And that sort of feels very similar to being like, hey, look, I'm actually a witch and there's a whole wizarding world. Like, yeah, right. Those sort of, you don't even know necessarily mm. consciously at the time that those are the metaphors that are occurring but it's you know whether it's queerness whether it's neurodiversity whatever it is those discoveries Mm. you're like oh there are worlds in which things that feel like secrets or things i should be ashamed of are accepted and celebrated yeah definitely um did sabrina had the cat didn't she salem Salem. salem taught yeah and salem had some singers if i remember right oh my god salem was catty that was a very good pun that was i think that was the best part of that show i seem to remember he was very very funny and very cool the two aunts as well the two aunts yeah 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 (laughs) i think a lot of kids a lot of kids shows are actually brilliant aren't they yeah for sure i remember i was like watching a lot of um a lot of children's tv when i was young and there was a lot of great kids tv what was the what were the tv shows you loved oh yeah oh, so long ago now um i loved one of the things i really loved there's a cartoon called raccoons i don't know if you remember that no it was canadian and oh, it was wow. about these raccoons who lived in a forest okay um and actually maybe like with autopilot there's a lot of kind of things about the environment and kind of mm. politics and stuff so uh, the raccoons were trying to save their forest and there was oh my an gosh. evil capitalist guy. <gasps> they were radi- radicalising all the children. Exactly. I'm obsessed. That's the kind of TV yeah. show I want to be in, please. And Ralph Raccoon was like a kind of writer, reporter, and he was very, he was very heroic. Yeah. So I thought that was very good and kind of like kind of grown up. And a lot of kids' TV shows are kind of actually weirdly grown up, aren't they? Like, you, yeah, you're saying about Sabrina, kind of... There's yeah. A, like, there's more like there's depth isn't there like you're yeah. kind of reading things into it about queerness or like children are but, smarter than we yeah. give them credit for a lot yeah, of the yeah, time yeah. as well like gosh some of the i used to have nannied for ages because what was that like oh gosh i think everyone most actors have done a bit of nannying really? at some point <laughs> yeah and i really i really enjoyed it because some yeah. of the questions that kids would ask are just the most like clear-cut way of viewing the world yeah um and so supplying them with like truthful answers that aren't, I mean, obviously massive scary concepts sometimes have to be distilled into other things. But I think when the purity of, of children before they've had all of societal stuff put on them, it's like a really exciting place to, to meet them with, with TV shows, like you say, the, the one that you watch, where yeah. you're like, oh, oh, it does boil down to the fact that I live on a planet where I really want trees to still exist mm. in 10 years and I want raccoons to have a home you know <laughs> that sort of simplicity is is really beautiful yeah definitely um, definitely 
definitely. Yeah. What, um, what's your kind of um, thoughts about directions you want to go in? Like, <laughs> have you kind of thought about, you know, a lot of actors think about maybe being directors or, mm. or writing or do, do you kind of think about those things or are you, are you happy to be <laughs> acting? Um, I'm really back and forth with this because yeah. I very much enjoy my job as an actor. Mm. Uh, I just love acting. <laughs> I yeah. find it so fun. Yeah. Um, and also... There's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of stories that I want to tell mm. and facilitate and stories that aren't necessarily mine to tell. But if I was in the position of power, I know that producing would be something I would want to do to allow and, and, and I don't know, encourage yeah. stories to, to be told. Um, stories that are not the consistent ones that we've seen thousands and thousands of times. Um, I do enjoy writing. I think collaborating with friends and family yeah. is always my dream. Um, just because I've got so many talented, brilliant friends. This is the thing. This is the thing, isn't it? And you kind of you want to involve all the people you love yeah. and you you respect in your in your work. Yeah. Collaboration's great, isn't it? Oh my gosh, yeah. absolutely. And also, like having a work life balance is, is tricky sometimes when you're in the in the arts because you're so keen to be working full stop that you'll trade in social life and mm. and basic needs just to try yeah. and try and get you know put food on the table and yeah. stuff and so I think for me it's a mixture of both being like I want to tell stories that I think are important I want to work with people that I love and also I want a career so I want everyone to have careers that allow them to also relax lie in the sun eat some grapes and have a nice life as well yes I think that's really really integral yeah that's a really really good point actually we all work so hard don't we and actually oh my god yeah it's and especially yeah in creative industries people probably might look from the outside and think oh it's just you know it's just an hour on stage or it's just Mm. writing some words but so much you don't see exactly there's so much you don't see the amount of free labor that you do just for the breath of an opportunity is absurd yes um pitching and yeah yeah, auditioning and all those kind of things it takes a lot of it takes a lot of time doesn't it but yeah lots of work and you're right i feel like as i've got older i've kind of well we're in this part now and there's lots of people kind of chilling out and actually yeah families having their picnics and things i really value um, you know, we have so many parts in London and just going and chilling out, yeah. as you say, eating grapes in the sun. Oh my gosh, what a treat. Yeah, I love to go to the Lido as well. I think it's very nice to just yeah. just have that downtime. And that's yeah. important as well, isn't it? We need to kind of have a work-life balance, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely, and it's integral. Like, the, as I've gotten older, the more I've come to realise what what is, like, what is life if I can't say... Oh, I had these gorgeous connections and experiences that stepped outside and breathed in the fresh air. When yes, it's it's so exciting and and feels very good to be like I'm working and I'm doing all of these jobs and and look at me on this like very um, admirable uh, career path. Mm. But if you haven't, I don't know if you haven't got those connections and that 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 interests me more. And also, I think it makes you a better actor, a better worker in whatever job you do right like having more humanity more connection more fuel in you because you've like refilled your cup through other things in order to be better at what you do quality over quantity i guess yeah that's really really interesting i think you've got a point there i think i I, I hope so yeah i I love that i love that i think it's i think it's really important to yeah have those experiences if you're going to be a creative person oh my gosh yeah yeah everything everything is a story isn't it like you meet people and you hear things you experience things imagine being like 80 and being like i just worked my whole life whether that's at an office or on a film set i don't think it really matters if 
you might have wild stories that you can sort of I don't know objectively mm. tell but I think the fundamental most interesting ones and the ones that always like fascinate me are the ones that are like rich in depth and yeah. and the messiness and confusion of navigating life which working constantly keeps you from, from yeah. getting to have exactly I, I sometimes it's funny you say that being, being old as well I sometimes think about what the world will be like hopefully <laughs> Ooh, we're still terrifying. we'll still, <laughs> still all be here I hope so bloody hell I hope so uh, yeah hope everyone um, <laughs> yeah I, I, it's hard to say isn't it on a day which feels as hot as today but I do feel very lucky like for example with the fans of Winx like much more socially conscious generations are coming through because they have to be it's a, it's a large weight to put on their shoulders but they are yeah and so i really hope things get done and change yeah it's really interesting talking to young people isn't it they're very socially conscious yeah. and they just s- like the young person you're talking to now yeah thank you <laughs> so <that>? much <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah <laughs> That's a, that's a positive thing, isn't it? Yeah. Being so, yeah, being like socially aware and yeah. being kind of. I feel like young people are so like liberal and cool with all kinds of things. You know, we talk about gender, sexuality. I feel mm. like young people are really cool about that, aren't they? And well, thank God. Yes, because that's <laughs> so important to but have also, that. Also, we've got much bigger worries, right? Like it's utterly yeah. mad to me that people panic so aggressively about mm. pronouns, and yet the world's on fire. Yeah, like we're really looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, and I think that children, like again, because they're younger, they're coming up with this distilled thing of being like, I haven't had society to aggressively mm. import, like, impart all these opinions upon me that I can just see sh- shit for what it is, yeah. which is that I've got to put this fire out. It doesn't really, like, you do whatever you want because, like, this is the priority, right? It doesn't matter what you, what you identify as in the grand scheme if if our home is i mean obviously identity politics is very important but like as in to try and police what other people's identity politics is such a distraction from from the state of our home you know um but you know it's an ongoing ongoing thing and people love to distract themselves by by dying on that hill i appreciate that the world's (laughs) a scary place the world's a scary place okay let's walk back shui had it and we'll finish We'll finish off with, um, I, I wanted to ask you if you had any park memories from when you were younger. Did oh. you ever get up to any, <laughs> any bad behaviour that you'd like to share? Um, in, look, where did, you, where did you grow up? Were you in London? Or? Yeah, I was in London. Yeah. I was in like southwest London. Southwest, right. And to be honest with you, when you mentioned park memories, obviously my head <laughs> instantly like... went to vodka behind the bins. Yeah, right, of course. Um, but my, my favourite, because I... I just remember feeling cool when I got to mm. hang out in the parks at yeah. night. Um, and then my mum told me when mm. I was in my 20s, well, I'm in my 20s now, I'm young. Um, <laughs> she told me that um, she actually used to drive up in her car and watch me. And watch your, mo- your own mother was stalking you. She was. And I was like, I bet it wasn't that bloody interesting. She was like, no, you were actually very well behaved. You looked a bit scared the whole time. Oh and I was God. like, yeah, I probably was. <laughs> Thought I was cool, but inside I was screaming. Yeah. Wow. How did you feel when you knew that your mum was like just there? <laughs> well, my mum and I have come on like a really gorgeous yeah. journey because she's, you know, my main parental figure and mm-hmm. I think in in turn of being kind of the only person who was like um because my dad uh, was always travelling for work. Yeah. 
so her being the only only parent there, I think she just felt this massive desire to protect me. Um, and so coming like full circle with, with her and being like, you were always capable of doing that yourself and that journey for us is now like, oh, that's hilarious that you used to sort me in a park and I was actually incredibly well behaved. You were well behaved. So well behaved. I was always such a good boy. I was the, <laughs> I was the same when I was young and very well behaved. Yeah. Um, oh, good. Were yeah. you not getting a little bit of vodka behind the bins? Uh, not, what did we, well, not vodka. I remember <laughs> like beers. WKD? Not WKD. Oh. That was too sweet for me. Yeah, WKD. it is a bit gross. But cider yeah. maybe. Maybe there was some cider. Oh, a bit strong though. Yeah. Yeah, that Ugh. kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's fu- it's funny the things we do, but I feel like parks are actually the place that you can really you can really sort of feel free when you're a teenager, right? Oh like, my god! Before yeah. you can go to the pub, like that's yeah, where actually else do you go? exactly, and it's that's it's very true. yeah, it's kind of the place where you sort of hang out with your friends and. Well, get yeah, up to and also you don't feel policed by adults because, exactly. who don't trust you. Exactly, um, it's a weird age as well, like 15, mm. 16, um, pushing towards seventeen. You know, yeah. like would you not... like to go back to that age? <laughs> oh my god, you couldn't pay me enough money. No. <laughs> I had a horrible time at that age, yeah. and I'm very glad that those weren't my glory years. Yeah, um, is what I will say. And also, I think just life gets better. Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> exactly. Everyone should remember that. Yeah. Oh if, my gosh. Yeah. Exactly. If you're if you're not feeling in a good place, life always gets better. Of course it does. I think it's also just like surrounding yourself with people who are hoping that life always gets. But like you know that sort of uh, yeah. joy and wonder outlook on life is priceless. Priceless. Um, we'll finish uh, um, with uh, if maybe if you just let us know what you're kind of doing next. I've oh about yes. That, um, Lamborghini movie? Is that? Yes, yeah, that should be coming out at some point. I yeah. don't know when. Um, that film will be coming out. I'm. Uh, Fate is coming out in September, season two. Season two. Which is very exciting. On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. indeed. And then autopilot for the rest of Edinburgh Fringe. And a couple of other bits, but you can just follow me on Instagram and see them, I guess. What's your Insta? Oh, um. <laughs> embarrassed to plug my own social media that's horrible I actually hate that from me this is very off brand but I'm not that great at it but it's Hannah VDW Hannah and it'll be there check it out and I think Autopilot should tour as well yes it's I a think very so. good play I think it's also got a life um, you know in like Nottingham and because uh, that's where Ben's from and yeah. I think it would be really nice if it could, could go there a lot exactly. of Nottingham references theatre or Nottingham yeah that would be a get drive. in touch with Ben <laughs> please be perfect great theatre yeah. as well I really yeah. like that one yeah excellent Hannah thank you so much for talking oh to me I hope you've enjoyed our, our windy hot walk oh, around Edinburgh I don't like my walks unless they're windy and hot so they're the best thank ones you. aren't they okay. they are thank, thank you so you. much Hannah <laughs> cheers thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, There's lots more where that came from, and there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review, um, good or bad, make them funny. I'll be reading out the best ones, and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcast from. Check out our website, parkdate.co.uk. And um, if you see me walking around in the park, come and say hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, yes. 
Thank you. Bye-bye. Coming up on the next episode of Park Date, I'll be riding my unicycle up and down Primrose Hill in London as I talk to Idris Elba. So do tune in to the next Park Date, as long as I don't fall off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.